Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to be talking today about the sense of life, um, which might sound a little bit foreign to some of you. Um, yeah, so here we go. Um, I think one thing I want to start with saying, that song, I really enjoyed it, the third one, because it started off with saying, life is God the Father in Christ Jesus, as Spirit flowing into us. And so the triune God himself has come within all of us to live inside of us and primarily to be our very life within. You know, the Lord in, uh, in the book of John, he said, I have come that they may have life, right? And then later on he says, I am the life. And so he came to give us himself. And so Paul in Colossians says, um, Christ our life. He uses that phrase, Christ our life. Um, and so, uh, you know, as Christians, right, what we should be hoping to do is to know Christ as our own life, to know him as our life, and to grow in this life. And so um, what we're going to be talking about uh, is kind of helps us how, with how to do that. If you desire to progress in life, in the divine life, you have to know the sense of life that we're going to be talking about. And you have to know it well. If you want to um, live by the Spirit, right? A lot of people, they talk about they want to live by the Spirit. If you want to know how to do that, you have to know the sense of life and know it well. If you want to walk by the Spirit and live by the Spirit, you have to know this sense of life. And so what is this uh, sense of life? What are we talking about? Well, when you were all saved and when I was saved, uh, we, what happened is we were regenerated. As the song said, we received the life at regeneration. We received the divine life. And with that life, along with all other lives, comes a feeling from the life. You know, all lives come with a, a feeling with that life. And actually, the stronger the life is, the stronger the feeling is. So, for instance, like the human life has a stronger feeling than, you know, the animal life. Animal life has stronger feeling than the plant life, so forth. So how much more feeling, how much stronger feeling must the divine life have? And so what we're talking about is the feeling of the divine life within. Um, and because we're talking about a feeling, um, it's going to be very subjective, very uh, personal, and very, uh, I would say, practical too, to us. And, and so I'm going to give a bunch of examples that will be personal but also applicable. So bear with me there. Um, yeah, so how about we go ahead and um, just see where this is uh, in the Bible. Can y'all read uh, Romans 8, 6? Oh, I'm sorry. Read the full verse underneath one, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, so what we're going to be uh, talking about here is not actually just the sense of life, but the sense of death and the sense of life, because there's both, actually. Um, and what these things are is they are, they, or they are the result, you could say, of, as this verse says, of minding something, or you could say of living according to something. These are the results, the sense, these senses, the sense of life and the sense of death are the result of living that way. Um, 
And so just to give you kind of a general example, this is actually, I would say this is my kind of first experience of the, this sense. When I got, I was saved, regenerated when I was 16, and um, no one really kind of told me what to do after that. Uh, I was at a camp, I received the Lord, it was very real to me, but I kind of got no shepherding or guidance what to do. So I just kind of went back home, you know, didn't know what to do, and someone was throwing a party, okay, and as what I normally would have done, I went to this party. And while I was there, and actually at one point I picked up a drink, um, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't told what to do. But there is a, just a full sense of unrest, a sense I would call the sense of death within when I grabbed that, and me being there even, that I just, I'd never experienced before. And I just didn't know what to do. I set it down, and I left. And so I'm just, I'm so happy that this life within us has a, a feeling within yeah. that can guide us and lead us. Um, so that's, that's kind of what we're, we're talking about here. And, and I would say this, the sense of life and the sense of death, it's like your registration within, either confirming that you are living, um, you know, according to the spirit, according to life, or the sense of death, it kind of, it corrects you when you're living according to the flesh, according to death, uh, apart from the Lord. That's what it kind of does. It, it's, a, it's a kind of, it, it's a registration within which line we're on, really. Um, so actually, a few months after I got saved, and this is a little bit more personal, so like I said, bear with me, but um, I started uh, dating a girl in high school. You should never date someone right after you get saved. Um, and... <laughs> I, uh, you know, after I had a few months with the Lord prior to this, and I was really enjoying Him, praying a lot, reading the Word a lot, really enjoying Him. I really was. And then I started dating this girl, and slowly but surely, she started to kind of replace the Lord in my life. I really started to like her, and she kind of became my everything, you could say. Um, and at a certain point, um, we started talking, kind of talking about you know, college and things like that. It became really clear that she was going to Baylor and that I was not going to Baylor. I didn't know where I was going. Um, and so we kind of decided uh, that, unfortunately, like we both knew we weren't going to do a, a long-distance relationship. So we just decided, let's go ahead and end this now. We didn't want to, but it was mutual. We ended it. And I went home, and the Lord just so convicted me when I was there. I was, like, tearing up from what was happening. But the Lord just said, what about me? Like, you've been forsaking me for months now. I had hardly been praying at all to him. I'd completely forgotten about the Lord. And I just had to repent and ask the Lord to forgive me. And it, it was so sweet. And right when that happened, I got a phone call from her, okay, saying, crying, I think we made a mistake. We should stay together. And the prospect of me staying together with her, it was like, there was such a sense of death, such a sense of darkness. Not because I didn't like her. I really did. But it was like, the Lord does not want me to continue with this. And so I had to tell her what, you know, what happened and why I couldn't. Um, but it's things like this that we're talking about with the sense of death within and sense of life. And thankfully that happened because she started then telling her friends that I was crazy, that I was seeing messages from God in the sky, that, you know, <laughs> the Lord speaks to Reese, you know. Um, but thankfully I came to Seasock and I met the brothers and I found out that actually this is something in the Bible. This is something that should be very normal in our experience, this sense of life and the sense of death.
And so I started learning. I actually learned where this comes from. So if you guys uh, later on look this up, but just a few verses before Romans 8, 6 is Romans 8, 2, which talks about the law of the spirit of life. So when the spirit of life came into us, he came with a law, a law written on our hearts, that how God wants us to live, to conduct ourselves, and even to lead us unto his will. Um, and so when we don't follow the law of the spirit of life within, we get a sense of death. It's from him. It's a warning. It's a mercy that we have that. And when we do follow it, we get a sense of life and of peace, as it says there. And so, um, and I want to mention this peace thing really quickly, because it's, it's important to know that that peace, life and peace, it's a sense of life and peace. It's not like outward peace, right? It's not like peace in the world. Um, here, can we skip down? Can y'all read John 16, 33? Yeah, so this verse is clear, right? In him we have peace, but in the world we have affliction. Outwardly in the world, we're promised affliction. You know, we shouldn't expect a peaceful life if we're living according to the life within. In fact, you should expect persecution, really. But in him, we have peace. It's a, it's a matter of, of consciousness, you could say, within. This sense, this feeling within. And it's the same with the life and the death. It's a consciousness within of what's going on. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and skip down to number two, if we can, just to kind of know what, what does this really kind of feel like? What is that sense? What, is, what are the characteristics of the sense of life and of the sense of death? So the left side here, strong, satisfied, lively, bright, comfortable peace. These are the characteristics of the sense of life, how it feels, you can say. And then on the right side is of death, the opposite of these, which would be weak, empty, depressed, dark, pain, and unrest. That's, how it, that's what life and death, you could say, feel like, or the characteristics of those. So another time, that's actually a few weeks ago, um, I was walking to class, and there was a guy walking next to me. We were kind of going the same direction, it seemed like. I'd never met him before. And there was just kind of a feeling within that I should actually share with him something about the Lord, you know. Um, and I definitely didn't want to do that. And I decided to not do that. I was like, oh, gosh, not, it's morning. I don't think so. And, but there was a, just this moment I started resisting. There was such a feeling of, of just depression, you could even say, of like, oh, like I, it was just such a conflict. And then he turned to the right one another way. And it was just like, I couldn't, like, it was like, no. Like, so thank the Lord for the blood, right? The blood of Christ. Um, he's there to forgive us. But that sense of, I had a sense of weakness and of depression when I didn't share with him. And I had to confess to the Lord and say, I'm sorry, Lord, I should have shared with him. Um, it's really important that we give heed to that speaking, that sense within. Can we, uh, let's read the, go back up to the Ephesians 4 verse. So the context is, if you go back and read, it's the, you know, talking about the Gentiles, the unbelievers. They are, uh, they don't know the life of God. And it says, they who being past feeling, and then he starts describing bad things they do. But so they, the Gentiles and the unbelievers around us, um, 
they're those who are past feeling. They don't register a feeling within. They're, they, they put it aside. They ignore any feeling. You know, I guess even humans, like without even God, you still have a feeling of right versus wrong, right? Just a general human goodness. Um, but they, you know, they'll even put that aside. Even. But how much more with us who have the divine life, who's even trying to lead us according to life, lead us to his will. For us to lay that life aside or to put it aside, to ignore it, is to be like the Gentiles, is to be past feeling, to nicely lay it aside. Even at one point in Timothy, he talks about some people who um, being having a branded conscience, like with a hot iron, so there's no feeling left. It's just been branded. So we never want to get to that point where we just continue to ignore this feeling within. We always want to obey this feeling within. Um, so I have another example similar where I was walking to the bus stop um, and this time there was someone walking that way opposite of me who's crossing by I was praying to the Lord and he I felt like he wanted me to share with him something and I did this time I said hey I just stopped and said hey what's your name he said Michael and I said where are you going he said uh, I don't know uh, can I walk with you and I was just like what you want to walk with me yeah and, and so um, I, I had such a feeling of just like this, what it says, like a strong, lively feeling within. This is the Lord. And I got to share with him that he's a vessel to contain God and express him. He received the Lord. Michael got baptized. And the Lord really blessed that me obeying that feeling within. And so we need to be those who are obeying this. And the more that you obey the feeling within, that you give heed to that sense within, the sharper it becomes, the more keen the sense becomes. And even in small things, you know, it might not just be big things that the Lord wants to be leading us in. Um, There's one time where I was walking into the house, at our house, and I was going to the door, walking to the doorway. At the corner of my eye, I saw a piece of trash in our front yard. Didn't think anything of it. Figured the wind will blow it away. Another brother will pick it up, you know. Who can- you know, but I started walking, kept going to the door, and I had a sense of unrest, of uneasiness about leaving that there. And I had to go back and pick it up, and the sense of life came back. But the Lord, He really does care about every bit of our lives, and we need to mind the sense within in every aspect of our lives. Um, there was another one I had where um, I went upstairs to talk with some brothers, and one of them clearly had a very bad day. He was in a bad mood. And I started trying to enter into their conversation. And he said something that was very rude, kind of a put off, like go away kind of thing. And I said something right back to him, very similar standard of rudeness, <laughs> and stormed off. And just right after I walked off, I just felt so depressed. It was like, I should not have said that. The Lord, I had the immediate sense of death. And I had to go back to that brother and apologize to him for saying that and storming off. Even though he was wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, he should have apologized to me, right? But we don't care for anything else. We shouldn't, but the sense of life within. So we need to let the Lord into every aspect of our lives and learning to, uh, to give heed to this sense within. Whether it be, you know, I've had examples where I'm texting someone and I shouldn't have been, or I was texting them in the wrong way. 
or you know, uh, purchasing something that I really shouldn't have bought, even though I might have had the money for it, it was like there's something within. Or even making your bed, things like this. The Lord, if you just don't give him a chance and any feeling you get, you're just like, the Lord doesn't care about that. You, you're, you have no chance or he has no chance to come in and to really have his will be done and for us to grow in life. That's the point. If we want to walk according to the Spirit, we need this. If we want to live according to the Spirit, we really need this. To walk or live according to the Spirit, we have to give heed to the sense of life within. We don't want to be like the Gentiles uh, who just are past feeling and are estranged from the life of God. We really want to take care of the life within us and the sense that it gives us. That's something Okay, so Reese has covered a lot of excellent points, and I just want to go back and underscore a few and then go on to the final point of the outline. Um, What we're talking about is the sense of life, and the reason that we have the sense of life is because at regeneration, as the song said, another life came in. Another life came in. So when you're born of your parents, you just have the human life with the human sense. But the day that you first believed and received into Christ, another life came in and this life has a sense to it. And this is what we're talking about, the sense of life. So uh, we, with this life, there is a consciousness of this life. And this consciousness is the sense of life. And so we want to make all of us aware that this sense is very important because it's by this sense that we know continuously where we are. We want to know where we are. In the Christian life, there is a call to live by the Spirit, to walk by the Spirit, to have our being in the Spirit. And so the question is, how do we know this? How do we know? This is a great question. And listen, most Christians cannot answer this question. How do you know whether or not you are in the Spirit? This phrase is all over the New Testament. Okay, How do you know whether or not you are in Christ? Okay. The way we know, voila, is a sense, is a consciousness of the divine life within us. So, you know, quickly, we have obviously three parts. We've talked about this before. Our physical body which definitely has a lot of senses related to it. I mean, you talk about physically, how many senses do we have? Five, okay, some of you say six. All right, five senses. Um, And then the soul, the deeper part, our deeper part. And then the spirit, spirit of man, okay? And at regeneration, as the song said again, 
another life comes in. Another life came inside of us. This is the life of Christ. This is the Holy Spirit. This is He Himself. And He has a sense, a feeling, actually about everything. He has a feeling about the way you do your hair, about the clothes that you put on, about the way you talk to your mom, and so many other details in your daily living. And so to know this sense and to live according to this sense is how we live and walk by the Spirit. Okay, So this is a great thing, and I think it's so wonderful that we could even have these characteristics of this sense defined so clearly. Uh, the sense of life being these words here that we've mentioned here, strong. Read these again, A, B, C, D, E, F. Ready? On the, on the strong side. Ready? Go. Strong, satisfied, right, comfortable, and peace. And then the sense of death, which I would say we're all so familiar with, because honestly, probably the larger percent of our day, honestly, we don't do that well at living according to the sense of life. Let's just be brutally honest. We probably don't live that much according to the sense of life. We live, often we grieve the spirit, we steamroll over him, that feeling inside, was that you, Lord? I mean, we just are... That's the way we tend to drive. Uh, I don't mean physically drive, although it might be the case. But we just run through the red lights in our spiritual life. And we disregard this sense probably, probably most of the time. That's really the fact. If we would be, I think, very honest with ourselves. But we want to grow. And praise the Lord, that's why we're here. We want to grow in the divine life. And so when we grow in the divine life, we begin to know this consciousness more and more. And the stronger the life, as our brother said, the stronger the life, the keener the sense. The stronger the life, the keener the sense. So if this life is growing in you, increasing in you and spreading in you, guess what? the sense within is also stronger and you're more keen to its feeling. So this is a great thing. So we have to finally ask, and the last point here, what is the function of this sense? The function is to lead us into the way of life. Okay, so let's read Romans 8, 4 here all together. Ready? Go. Yeah, so who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. And of course, just two verses after this is this famous verse that we have at the top here. The mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. The mind set. So this means our mind is settable. It means we can set it. That means we can exercise our will to set our mind on the Spirit. What's the Spirit? The Spirit is this deepest part in us where Christ is. If we set our mind on the Spirit, 
then the sense of life is there and we can know life and peace. And I would even like to add the words, we can know the consciousness of life and have the feeling or result of peace inwardly. We all know when we've done something that is wrong and inside we're very troubled. We're just, we just know, you know, we ran the red light and we're looking back to see if there's any lights blinking behind us, right? We ran the red light inwardly and that sense is there. That's the sense of death operating us. And actually, because we have the sense of death, this is what lets us realize there's also a sense of life. And there's something of life and peace that we can know in our Christian life and we can be led into the way of life. Now, in Matthew chapter 7, we'll kind of borrow these verses right now. Can somebody get these verses and read them to me? Sorry, I should have asked and set this up ahead of time, but I did not. Just whoever gets it first. Go ahead. Whoa, narrow is the gate and constricted is the way that leads to what? Life. Leads to life. And? and few are those who find it. Ah, few. How many people are at UT? How many students? 52,251, I think I read. Anyway, 50 plus thousand. But how many people are here tonight? Few compared to the population at UT, right? Well, I would have to say I hope all of us are here wanting to know the way of life. We want to to know in this verse here it talks about uh, narrow is the gate and constricted is the way. Okay, so if this is a gate here, let's just... uh, I'm not sure how to draw this gate. Anyway, as we pass through this gate, it's narrow to begin with in our Christian life. This means, this means there's con- some constriction there. It's narrow, meaning a lot of things can't fit through there. But as, after we pass through this gate, the way even becomes more constricted. That's not well drawn, but anyway, you get the idea. As you proceed along this way, the way gets more and more constricted. And sometimes as we're walking along this constricted way, we kind of rebel. Like, ah, I don't like this. We react because the way is constricted. But this is, this is the way of life and it is I'll use this word constricted this is not physically constricted this is not according to the outward things but this is according to the inward sense of life the way of life is more and more constricted as we grow in the Lord 
as we mature in the divine life, the way of life becomes more and more constricted. And we eventually just get narrowed down to Christ plus nothing. You know what the Father is pleased with? Christ. And there's a lot of things about us that are just not Him yet in our living and our speaking and so forth. So uh, the Lord wants to lead us into the way of life. But this way, after we pass through even a narrow gate, it becomes more and more constricted. This is the way of life as we grow in the divine life. So this sense we have within is so important to know and also to take heed concerning because this sense causes us to know life. And listen, tonight's message will probably have the fewest verses of the whole semester, but it may be one of the most important lessons we cover this whole semester because it's according to our experience of growing in the divine life. And all of us can testify, we know that unsettled feeling, that restlessness, that darkness and depression and pain, when we have said something, done something, watched something, been somewhere, and the sense within is just death, right? But, praise the Lord, that is so that there can be a turn in us, a repentance in us, just like Reese described several times. We just repent, Lord Jesus, I am sorry. I turn again my heart to you. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I repent. I turn to you. I love you. I want you to grow in me. Okay, that's good. We need to have those kind of little prayers all the time. And as we open up to the Lord and turn back from the sense of death when the sense of death in us, we can progress along the way of life. So the function of the sense of life is to cause us to make progress in the way of life and become people of life. Not just people that know things doctrinally in our brain about the Bible, but people that really know Him. You know, our God is the eternal life. And when He came inside of us, we have installed in us the divine life. So the real knowing of God is the knowing of this life. And so we like to be people who are filled with life, strengthened in life, and walking according to the way of life. And this will cause us to progress in the divine life and eventually become fully matured sons of God who express God completely. So this is God's purpose. He wants us to, first of all, in regeneration, receive Him as our life and eventually grow in Him as the divine life and take the way of life to become full-grown sons in life. So a lot of examples. Reese gave many. Um, You know, (laughs) very often I would say this sense in me, and I believe in all of us, is saying... As we're doing something, it's saying this little word, no, no. It says no a lot. And I want to do something, 
go somewhere, uh, many things, and the sense within is no, don't do that. This is the sense of life. And, you know, when we get to know this life and grow in this life, this speaking from the Lord gets clearer and keener all the time. And here's one more thing I want to point out here. You know, this sense is not dependent on the outward environment. You know, in our Christian life, actually things can be really terrible outside. The situation outside can be uh, negative or rough. But within, if we are walking according to the Spirit, the sense of life in us can be strong and bright and lively. So oftentimes in our human situation, I know finals are on the way around the corner here. All you guys love finals. I know it's your favorite part of the semester. I'm being facetious. So, you know, as you go through this time, it's difficult. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, there's a lot of outward uh, demands. But if we are living and walking by the Spirit, we can know the sense of life. And this life in us can actually grow as we pass through these outward and difficult circumstances. So this is wonderful that we can know the sense of life and grow according to this sense. And we have to realize oftentimes the Lord allows these kind of outward situations to get us to know this sense. So it's wonderful that when we are weak, it, Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 12, then the Lord, we can know the Lord as our real strength, right? And as we pass through finals, maybe that's our case. Maybe you stayed up for three nights in a row and you are weak. But if you're pressing on to know the Lord inwardly, you can know Him as your life and He can grow in you uh, in the divine life. So it's wonderful that we can know the sense of life live and walk according to this sense and take the way of life. Eventually, as we take this way, we will grow up and become full-grown sons and daughters in life. We'll grow up into Him in all things. So, um, well, I'm going to stop here. Uh, but I just am so happy that we could be young people who know, first of all, there is a sense of life. Even to know that there is such a thing in your Christian life is a great revelation. I hope after tonight you never forget, I have life. And as a result, I have the consciousness of life. And I want to grow according to the sense of this life. And the Lord, as a result, can grow in us and reach His purpose uh, in fullness and maturity. Praise the Lord, right? So it's wonderful. This message is not doctrinal. Uh, it's hard to talk about a bunch of verses with this message, but it's one of the most crucial messages of the semester as far as growing in the divine life and knowing Him. Okay? So praise Him, right? We can know Him in this way. All right, uh, I know this one might not be as easy to testify about, but we still would like a number of you to share on this point. This is a really great experiential point, so I hope a number of you could share uh, according to this. Okay? Amen.